Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsi, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA private level and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, your host, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. And today, as you can see in the camera, we have a special guest, a zebra. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, actually, he's <laughs> my friend, Vadim. Uh, so, Vadim actually is the founder and CEO of Photo, which actually is an amazing agency one of the top in the space when it comes to helping with everything in terms of the you know the visuals and like images a plus content video and so on for for your amazon listings we actually met around one month ago in mm. uh, lithuania yes in lithuania right yeah, yeah we met there time. at orange click yeah nice time mm. and you know after i saw uh, the presentation that Vadim did there and, and basically some of the past work i think i thought it was uh, you know very important for me to to bring him on the show so we can get a little bit about his knowledge so yeah but then welcome to the show how you doing my friend thanks for introduction uh, excited to be here thanks been also great to meet you and follow what you what you're doing as well in the space yeah. and yeah thanks for inviting me it's a pleasure bro a pleasure always so um Let's start with Badim, right? Uh, I think uh, I always do this, and I know I always mention this, but it's just the way I love the the format is because I feel like every single person I meet, they have an interesting journey. They have ups and downs, and they have basically, you know, a transition up to the point of joining the commerce space and eventually launching their business. And a lot of people, you know, find that inspiring and also can learn from it. So it would be great if you can tell me a little bit about how you jump into the commerce space and, and you found your your agency in some photo. And then of course we can dig a little bit deeper into the strategy and everything that people produce for their um you know Amazon listings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks uh, for that. So basically, yeah, I was Amazon seller myself. Uh, I mean before that, even like before jumping into into being entrepreneur, I was into music. I okay. I am coming from music industry and then I was doing lots of different things. Eventually I was a street musician for three years mm. did that okay. professionally. And this is where the zebra comes from. <laughs> it's a legacy that follows me. You need to stand out and also yeah. stand out in the market. Uh, so basically, yeah, I, I did Amazon for two and a half years and successfully sold my brand. And it's just uh, eventually I was doing uh, Amazon images for myself. I saw how it impacts my business. And then I was helping yeah. different friends, uh, sellers, yeah. share different insights. And when I sold my business, eventually I was thinking, okay, what else can I do now? So while there was transition period and all that, I just started doing images. And uh, I had a vision that I want to create a service that's 
all-inclusive that's uh, kind of takes uh, takes uh, charge of every creative aspect of se selling on Amazon and includes yeah. everything like all the marketing research branding everything um, and this vision is now called zone photo yeah I love it bro yeah thank you <laughs> much for, for sharing that with us I appreciate it I think uh, you know it's actually a very interesting journey I find that there's a lot of you know um, I will say consistency when I go back and see other founders as well that usually when we start as a seller yeah. we always always end up discovering the other part of the of the coin which is you you could actually not only be a seller on in the industry but also provide your knowledge to support mm -hmm. you know other Amazon sellers or, or people that want to enter the Amazon space and, and and I love what you've been doing with you know with your company some photo because I bet mm -hmm. a lot of the things you actually implement there were you know things that you learn and mistakes that you went through as a seller and now you're basically using that uh, to make sure they don't go through the same hustle basically now let's start bringing to the table the topic which is basically you know everything around images and, and basically, you know, the visual content we should be having on a listing to improve our conversions. Talk me to a little bit about right now in 2023, like what are some of the key things you're seeing moving more than needed in terms of improving conversions based on your experience? Yeah. Sure. Right. So for the past, uh, I would say, uh, two, two years, I would say maybe three, uh, I've mm -hmm. seen more and more content coming out uh, in regards mm -hmm. to images about branding and marketing, things like that. Uh, I mean, already four years ago when I was on a first conference, um, there was Sasha, I remember I met Sasha and she kind of introduced that branding aspect. I think it, why I'm mentioning that because I know many Amazon sellers and myself as well, when we start business, we just look for product. Yeah. Uh, we look at the margin, ROI, we find product we launch it and maybe at that point we're not really thinking uh, like a brand like you know we're just uh, thinking about you know making money making sales eventually everyone goes through this phase that at some point mm -hmm. they start realizing hey i'm actually you know i, I could be a brand i i want to look that's more right. like a brand and that's then that's they start thinking about social media expanding outside amazon and uh this is also kind of been journey um, with Zone Photo, first helping uh, sellers just with the images. And then okay. actually we, we saw this trend going forward into branding. And this is what I think uh, nowadays is, is a trend to actually build brands, not just mm. um, do images to differentiate themselves. Yeah, super important. I think branding is something that... I mean, nowadays on Amazon is a must, uh, and I I know I say this also on, on most of the episodes when we talk about what, what people are struggling on Amazon, and it's because you know people nowadays they keep having the the mentality of you know the way of making it on Amazon is just by going to Alibaba, taking a product, putting a logo on it, and call it a brand. Uh, and we definitely know that's not the case anymore in terms of how successful you can be if you do that because it just let the amount of competition that there is out there if you're only going to be competing on price and you have nothing else to differentiate like i, I feel that's a, the first huge mistake most people do because we both agree here you could have amazing branding and images as well 
But if you do the initial thing, which is probably research wrong as well, I think that's also a key factor here. You know, I think you also need to make sure you're very well differentiated. Now, assuming that's the case here and people want to start their journey into creating mm -hmm. a brand, like how do you even get started with that? Because let's be honest, doing a brand is something difficult and most people don't have the experience about how to do it. Like, because it's something um, that, you know, most people do it only once pretty much right on, on the last uh, time so tell me what are some of the key factors as an amazon seller you should be looking into to create a branding feeling like you for example mm -hmm. in your agency what are some of the things you focus for your clients to create the brand feeling for a product yeah sure sure yeah i got your question so uh yeah one of the i guess key things that i mentioned to clients um when it comes to branding is introducing them to the Uh, theory of brand archetypes. Uh, there is a okay. book actually. Have it here. Yeah, mm. there is a book uh, that's been written by uh, Mark and Pearson, Margaret Mark and Carl Pearson, and that's been kind of uh, revolutionary in uh, in terms of uh, branding and marketing. Okay. And basically, what it is, she introduces, and if you just Google that, uh, you will find a page where it shows you the wheel of 12 brand archetypes. Okay. And if you just think about that, uh, basically, you can be selling one product in 12 different ways. Uh, when you start thinking about brands like that, then uh, I mean, that, that would be the main be uh, beginning. So, what these yeah. archetypes are essentially, they are your brand personality. So there are, uh, for some of them, for example, Explorer, a uh, very good example of that is North, uh, North Face. Or, uh, for example, there is a hero, Nike. Uh, mm -hmm. Or, um, yeah, like diff different ones. I mean, you can find uh, all examples on them. And, and once you define your brand personality, then I think it's a good start uh, where you can move forward. Uh, maybe Logo. Logo is not as important at this stage as actually defining who you who you want to be, how you, how your personality. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess that. Yeah. yeah, of course. I guess something that is interesting to this is creating the avatar, right? Like, what is the avatar of, of people you're gonna target with that branding? Because I guess if you don't understand in the first place what kind of customers you're actually advertising to or trying to target. Um, then you might get the branding wrong uh, just based on your perception alone of not having done the market research about what people in that specific niche are looking forward to 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 see, right? And true, branding. true. Yeah, true as well. That uh, yeah, you need to look at the target audience as well first. So there's always has to be your brand purpose has to align with your customer, uh, with your customer kind of values. So the, when you when you say we are this kind of brand, you're introducing that. You need to make sure that in that story you mention those values that people actually seek for. And and the same uh, is what you say in uh, other things. Uh, basically, it has to be always, always aligned. There's a brand matrix uh, uh, that you can follow where you kind of just okay. write on one side uh, all the wants of people And then on the other yeah. side, you point out all what your brand is offering, uh, your okay. core values, your uh, your uniqueness has to align with what people are actually looking for and things like yeah. that. This this would be the good way 
not just think about one side but always two sides that's exactly what you're saying now okay super important and and now when you do this branding would you say that on the amazon sales things whenever you're gonna launch a brand and you're gonna launch a specific niche um do you recommend using as an inspiration other other brands or at the same time that could be dangerous because then you could end up doing pretty much the same as your top competitors and not really thinking outside the box like how do you how do you avoid that especially even with images as well like we, we know you need to do market research and you need to see what our competitors are doing but i guess we also should be adding a factor of I guess imagination and, and also a bit of a outside of the box thinking to to be different, right? What do you advise on on that point, for example? Okay, so you mean how to position yourself in a competitive yeah, market? Yeah, different. Yeah, different. Yeah. So mm -hmm. basically, when we talk about positioning and I guess marketing, uh, we, yeah. we come to the point of marketing. So there is branding and marketing. Branding is understanding who you are and how it aligns with target audience, and marketing is how you how you embrace that. So when we come to image strategy, uh, what you actually gonna what images you gonna have? We're talking about uh, strategy and and positioning. So there are different. Uh, uh, there are actually some actionable things you can do. Of course, uh, first you start with looking your, at your main competitors. Yeah. What we do in our agency, we would download all the images of each competitor. We would put it okay. in Google presentations. And then we would segment the uh, information that they have in the images mm. by content. And okay. by doing that, you will notice that lots of information repeats. For example, you might notice that your seven of your competitors have uh what's included image or seven of them talk about the same benefit mm. uh, or or things like that and that's where you can so you try start. to find synergies in terms of what are the best sellers doing to to make sure you have some of those factors in the images right uh you compare yeah, you one need, to one exactly mm -hmm. first you need to identify okay what things that are working for them uh and also, you at the same time, you want to differentiate yourself. You don't want to repeat uh, what they yeah. are doing, and you want to find yeah, you want to find kind of new, unique selling points, new ways to introduce your brand or product or say things that they they not saying um, that would differentiate you uh, just by mentioning some some key factors or just tweaking information in a way that no one else did in the yeah. market. Okay. So there are different uh, tricks, but like you said, it's always looking at uh, your competitors first. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, when it comes to designing the images, I always feel like you need to set up this as a storytelling, right? Image one does one thing, image two does another thing. And you try to basically take the customer through a journey that by image six, the understand in a few seconds already what is the product about why yours is different and how you basically uh, provide a solution to an issue that maybe the competitor is not doing so being saying that do you have like a like a like must do's for images that you want to share with us today like you must always have this you must always have that so uh, if you could share those that would be amazing so people can have an understanding as well yeah. Sure. Yeah. And to make it more actionable, yeah, it's uh, it's useful to actually have some some pointers. <laughs> so well, yeah, the first pointer I would say, um, 
don't overcrowd your images with features. So mm, it's always okay. great to put one or maximum two features per image. Uh, and we see that a lot that uh, sellers, they try to put too many things. <laughs> All information that they can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if you have so many features, just try to put them as, as segments to put them in categories. Like look at your mm -hmm. product. If you're talking about one part of the product, talk mm -hmm. about everything that's in there. But uh, yeah, this is one thing. Uh, just one one feature per image, one message per image. Because uh, people uh, from consumer behavior, they can't uh, comprehend a lot of information and they have more focus and clarity if it's just one, uh, one message per image. So ideally, you would have one feature or one benefit or one claim or anything per, per image. Mm -hmm. This is one thing that will already give you clarity. Second thing, what you can do, um, there is, uh, I mean, copywriting as well. I, I know when we talk about overcrowding images, actually there are scientific tools available to us. Yeah. We are in, in this century where you can actually upload images or uh, drop a sales copy in on the internet and it's going to tell you is it readable or not. Mm -hmm. There are yeah. visual, visual tests that I know branding agencies do. There are clarity tests. I mean, uh, there's been uh, Rudolf Flash, for example, in 1940, he uh, made scientific uh, uh, kind of formula on uh, mm -hmm. on clarity. So okay. this is one. Uh, basically, you count syllables, words, paragraphs, sentences, and it, it's it, what it also looks at, and it's very important is uh, at the words, what you, words you are using. Are they specific or are they gen general words? The more specific you are, the more you kind of paint that perfect picture in the mind of consumer. So uh, these kind of tests are available. You can Google them and you can test your images. This is like a second thing you can do. Uh, so your story kind of has one message per image. Then it's, you make sure it's clear. Uh, mm -hmm. Then uh, put your main unique selling points or claims in the second image. Second is actually uh, we had a de debate uh, with, uh, with, with some people in industry that actually A-B testing second image is also, also has a place uh, because this yeah. is how you start your story and this is the image yeah. we believe that mostly gets clicked on. Yeah. In fact, I heard, um, I haven't tested, and uh, my team was talking about this, that now apparently Amazon allow you to split test the second image as well. No. All right. So, wow. So now you, you, you know that the moment you can do the main image, the title, bullet points, and all that, now you can do second image. So what you're saying, I'm interested to test it because I think people only think about one, the main image and forget about the second image. Yes. So I think maybe, uh, yeah, for sure, that's something that a lot of people must be dropping the ball in there. Like they're not using the right synergy between image one and two and they're losing a ton of conversion stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, uh, so we're talking about, okay, the, the must have of an, Im an image, which is great. Now, what I want to understand as well when it comes to images, like... Um, what is usually your approach nowadays with the content within the image? Because some people now is using a render generated, a, at least on the product side of things, and then they do photography with the, a, for the people in, in, in back or things like that. Or, or people do full photography. 
some people combine AI with photography. It's like, wh what are you seeing that's happening in the space? Because I know there's a, a lot of things going on and, and what is usually your approach in there? Like, what do you think is more efficient? Uh, yeah, in terms of um, photography and visuals, what actually yeah. you're showing, I, I think it still comes down to, to the basics. Like, we can't forget the basics. And basics is uh, our, uh, our actually, you know, psychological need to see the product mm -hmm. uh, from different angles. That comes yeah. from the actual real life. So uh, internet is just a simulation of real life. So in real life, when you would go to shop and you would want to buy something, what you would do, you would take a product, you would uh, right. turn it from different sides, you would look at it uh, you would touch it you would try to read some information so same thing happening uh online and what you're doing with imagery doesn't matter if it's ai or if it's uh three 3d renders or photography you need to make sure that in your six images you're always changing these angles and you are creating a story not just with uh, context and features but also alone with photography so you mm -hmm. can actually do a test where you just uh, remove all the text from your, from, like the way you can think is remove all yeah. the text from your images and just look look at the story, uh, at the uh, photography. And uh, I would say you need to include uh, 3Ds, uh, 3Ds we call okay. three-dimensional angles. Yeah. Then there should be flat lay. There should be lifestyle. This is what people usually do. These three mm -hmm. ones. That's right. I mean, with, mm -hmm. with AI, there is a problem with uh, lifestyles sometimes. Yeah. The yeah. big problem with AI currently, I mean, maybe it's going to develop as we go forward, is handshots. And what we see yeah. in space, what we tried ourselves, is uh, AI generating. Extra, fin extra fingers uh, and things like that. <laughs> I have it's seen. Very common to have uh, 10 fingers in one arm and things like that. Yeah. Eventually, it's going to get better, but uh, still we're missing handshots and close-ups. So these are five angles that I would recommend including mm -hmm. in, the, in the whole presentation. And if you know this mm -hmm. kind of rule, this is the basic and it doesn't maybe matter that much. Uh, I mean, it's not going to matter how you make these images. You still, we still have the same psychology, what we want to see. So mm -hmm. this is, I guess, uh, above uh, what tools you are using. Yeah. Awesome. Now, uh, in terms of, let's also bring a little bit to the table video, right? Because right. video is something that in Amazon is super, super important, especially because what you just said, like a lot of people when they shop, they don't have the opportunity to touch the product and interact with it. And if you don't have video, like you're basically wasting the opportunity for people to fill that gap, right? So what is some of your take on video? Like, what is the length you see working the most right now? And what is the type of video working more efficiently? What I mean by type of video is like unboxing video, so lifestyle video or, or review videos. Like what, what do you think now realistically is working the best in terms of creating that link uh, and genuity with the client? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we see different kind of videos appearing. Uh, I mean, there's been a trend for UGC uh, content where yeah. user generated content where maybe i mean people kind of moving away from professional grades yeah i heard that life is too professional apparently it sometimes affects conversion because people don't connect with it right yeah exactly i mean we still believe in uh, good storytelling and if you have a good mm -hmm. video 
professionally made, it still can make impact. Uh, I mean, uh, for example, for supplements brands, uh, I know it's it's a big thing, and also we recommend for our clients is to have these review videos where people just holding I don't know supplements, saying yeah. how great it is. Um, and there are some really good examples uh, in space where you can uh, see they really utilizing mm. UGC in um, lots of videos you can have. Then uh, yeah. with premium, with premium A plus, uh, you have this yeah. video yeah. carousel now, where you can actually put this all UGC contents in carousel. Obviously, coming up these video modules in, in that that's kind of new thing that appeared. Obviously, everyone wants to have a video in uh, in premium a plus um uh, so in terms of what's working i would say look at your nation i mean it's mm. more product specific obviously when it's supplement i mean de depends what's what's the role are you do you want to add social proof do you want to explain yeah. how it works you need to understand the concern that you're trying to solve some the, so again it's coming from marketing perspective yeah. what's what's actually the purpose of of that video uh, if if in your niche customers are really concerned how to piece it together if it's some complicated thing then they will find it really helpful if you show that if they if you feel like it's for example i don't know Ash, ashwagandha you're selling ashwagandha mm -hmm. there's so many of, of, of it and uh you don't know how to differentiate it i mean what would really help is social proof if like lots of people really showed that oh this is the best ashwagandha if like 10 yeah. people tell you that in videos you're probably going to believe it yeah so you need to find what's uh, what's needed uh, again come from target research uh, target audience research and uh, address that in the video and like you said uh, it's really good space to show also all the angles how it feels and provoking sensual experience as well yeah very important um now when it comes to video uh, do you recommend right now because as as you i'm pretty sure you're aware you, you can do a sub a ppc with video right so yeah. you can have a video for advertisement and one for your listing and now you could even have video for a plus premium right so um, what do you think right now is really the ideal i mean ideally you have a video for each, but let's be honest, some people don't have sometimes a budget to do that. Yeah. Taking sure. that into consideration, do you recommend just having a flat 45 second, 30 second video and repurpose that across? Or realistically, you say, yeah, but for PPC, if it's an unboxing, it's not going to work. Or if it's a specific thing that you want to use for advertisement based on experience not working, you need to do this, this and that there. Do you have some maybe insights you can share about that regarding what video type of video works for what type of placement, basically? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're on a budget, I would uh, still kind of aim for that uh, 30 mm -hmm. second video where you explain the main features, positioning, unique selling points. You also introduce your brand personality. Uh, and just making sure you can repurpose it for ads, uh, pay attention to the first like 10 seconds, five seconds. Sometimes what we do as well, we create a video and then from that video, we cut, we cut out the most interesting parts, the most visually uh, appealing that would be working as a clickbait. Uh, mm -hmm. And this could be like slow-mos are really good in that. Uh, 
for example, we had a really, really successful case study, probably mm. the most successful in five years. That was the seller that first time appeared in the markets uh, where no one had a video and he was the first mm. one. So okay. he, uh, yeah, and he became a bestseller with 48 reviews, beating, uh, I mean, big competitors. Average review count in the niche was 980 uh, mm. seconds, like bestseller was like 2000 reviews there was another one 800 wow. and uh, yeah so this was and what we used in in that video in the beginning um, it was a shower scene where like we see in slow motion this shower drops mm -hmm. kind of dropping yeah. and already giving you a mood and it's kind of catching your attention and giving that premium feel um, okay interesting very interesting yeah, yeah i think it and it's good that you bring this case to to the table because that clearly shows that, um, you know, as you say, because you did this specific thing different with this brand that basically created that explosion in terms of conversion. But it, I guess at the end of the day, it's all about split testing. Uh, he, we could be sitting here talking about the perfect video format and the images and all that. But at the end of the day, I guess it's all about trial and error you need to try see how it performs go back to the board do it again and and and, and this actually opens us my next question which is how often we need to do revisions of our images because people think that you do images and video once and then that's for life which is we know that's not the case so how often you will say it's important to really keep an eye and do revisions yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i would like probably at least at least as a minimum two times two times a year i would evaluate do competitor research look at mm -hmm. uh, what competitors we have in space and which competitors actually you know have changed images updated images it would be mm -hmm. great if there was a tool maybe there is who could track image changes as well with competitors yeah. where you select top 10 competitors and you follow them you could have va doing that on monthly basis as well um, I mean, it's important because uh, your competitors are also updating images. They're looking at what's happening. And if you, if you have a really good listing, and this happened to many of our clients, once you become a bestseller, everyone else is just copying you. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we had a, we, one client where we created really cool brand personality for him. We were using uh, green plants uh, together mm. with cats and things like that. It was a cat product. And mm. like a few months later, everyone has these green plants across their listings. So they had, to, uh, they had to change their branding. They hired the branding agents. Wow. They did completely new branding. They came back to us and say, hey, we have this new concept. Let's redo all our images. And eventually it worked. Um, they said, let's do one listing, see, see how it goes. And recently they contacted me and said, okay, let's do the whole catalog now. Mm. Uh, so okay. how often you have to do that? I would keep an eye just, uh, I mean, if you can on monthly basis, but at least, at least two, two times a year. Yeah. And what you can do also keep, always keep uh, experimenting, uh, maybe with your, not main image that much. I mean, if it works, it works. But uh, just just keep an eye what's happening on page one as well, how these main images are changing. Uh, you always need to be standing out and breaking the pattern. Uh, but in terms of your initial images, you can experiment with the order. 
Uh, also, a very good thing what you can do is you can uh, go on Product Pinion, uh, mm -hmm. one of the services that we use, and you can actually yeah. pay um, for the videos. Have where, it's very good. Yeah. Yeah, where people click on your uh, uh, listing, and you can see what you know how they shop. You can see how they reading your images, and that's gonna that can reveal you lots of things that you can maybe change the order or just make your yeah. title more clear or something or change the angle for example with one client recently we just did audit he was selling for many years he has seven thousand mm. reviews and wow. we did we did uh, research product opinion and like uh, four out of uh, ten participants said that they don't understand what this bonus item is <laughs> uh, everyone had a different idea of what this item is and it yeah. was in two images on main image and the other image and no one had a clue they were just like guessing and and they took it as oh they have this like this is a really <laughs> cool thing and it's actually not the thing yeah <laughs> interesting uh, so things you can discover also through uh, like product opinion just yeah second opinion. i know yeah i think it does it does it goes back to initial point which is you need to understand your avatar and the people you're targeting and sometimes if you do assumptions based on your beliefs, you could end up doing the wrong design or branding just based on perception that might be wrong, you know, so. And look, we have so many tools now that can give you target audience research. Before, like uh, three years ago, I thought, okay, what actually we have on custom? We don't have their emails. We don't, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, what usually, but now you have brand analytics where it gives you gender, uh, yeah. martial status, income, Another thing that AI has brought is these uh, lots of services that analyzing reviews. Uh, Data Dive just uh, also did an AI update on that, implementing yeah. review research. So I think review research as such will definitely become like a baseline. Like a must. Yeah, yeah, a must. I see, I see this definitely happening now. Where before it was just, you know, it would take so much time to read all of them. Now, just in a few clicks, you can get a whole report on uh, what people expect, what they like, what they dislike. Are they men or female commenting? Uh, you yeah, know, what people are looking to receive, what features are missing, what people uh, are always unhappy. And yeah, super important because I know that they, the pain points are what you need to highlight on your graphic design, you know? And now with the reviews or with a few uh, buttons, you can know that, which is super important. Exactly, exactly. Awesome. So, Vadim, I mean, it's been uh, an amazing episode and thank you for sharing all your knowledge. I mean, this is a topic that we could be here for hours and hours. It's like such an extensive topic, but I think we cover, you know, the basics and things people should be always looking forward when it comes to optimization. And before we conclude, you know, I want you to tell me a little bit about how people can reach out to you and your agency, because this is what you do every single day. I'm sure right. that people that is currently struggling with the images and, and basically, you know, conversions and so on can reach out so you can help them with them. Yeah. Sure. So you can always, uh, I would say, uh, give me a follow or give me a, send me a friend request on Facebook. You can find me Vadim Petrov. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> you can include the link to my profile. Yeah, but, I will. Uh, mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. Info. Also, I mean, you can send email if you have any questions, info at zonfoto.com. You can check our website. 
even just checking our website for inspiration on what's mm. possible maybe is, is really cool cool thing uh this also have different videos also case studies uh, uh just just for inspiration I, I guess it's really yeah. really good and also we have instagram zonephoto.agency where we now yeah. like going full in doing reels uh, like we want to do like really useful content what we shared also with you different tips and tricks uh, also on my facebook timeline awesome thank you very much Vadim. it's been a pleasure and looking forward to see you soon yeah yeah amazing have a nice one bro take care thank you bye bye thanks for listening to the e-commerce lab by ecomc be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode while you are at it We would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.com.